What's up, guys? You want to play awesome games with us and talk about trivia questions? Check out our Twitch at twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. Drop the beat. Welcome into the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. I am JJ. With me, I got Keone and Ryan. What's up, y'all? What's good? Hello there. Uh, yeah, chilling. Another week of football. Done and over with. We're into the thick of it. Going into week three now. Um, mm. It's we're getting we're getting some news here. In the uh, thick of it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's talk about what happened uh, on Wednesday. The Rams traded Cam Akers to the Vikings. Yeah. Just, How do we feel about this? Just fuck me then, right? I guess just, oh, yeah, Cam Akers. You go, no, no, no. Kyra Williams. Cam Akers Listen, is dead. He's still a backup, though. Yeah. And no, no, I don't think that he could be fancy relevant. So he's still a bench, really. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's literally what JJ said. Just hold on like, to him. See what they do with him. Give him a couple <laughs> weeks into this offense. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And follow us at FF Daydreamers on all social media for updates and and whatnot. Exactly. Let's, let's, get, let's get into some more news. All right, the big news from week two. We all heard about it now. Uh, Browns running back Nick Chubb suffered a season-ending knee injury. They then went out and signed running back Kareem Hunt. I feel like we need a moment, for, moment like of silence for this. Like, man. All right. So, how you guys feel about it? Sad. Nick yeah, Chubb. I mean, um, this is this is a my guy for me. Yeah, this I mean, is a big deal. Nick Chubb. Huge. I mean, he, he was going off. He already had like sixty-four yards at that point. Uh, Cream Hunt signing there, third down back. He already knows the offense. I think he is a guy you could put definitely pick up. And Jerome Ford, number one waiver wire. Number, yeah, producer Ian, Ian hit that. Jerome um, Ford, number one waiver. I mean, or, or or Zach Moss too. He had tied up there, but I mean, realistically, I'm taking Ford, and here's why: because Jonathan Taylor will be back at some point in this season. I'm still assuming hmm. Nick Chubb is not coming back. It's going to be Ford and Hunt. I am going in on Ford. I'm willing to spend a bunch of my fab on him uh, because he's going to be that replacement for the remainder of the season. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. His offense, I mean, they're not great. Shout out to Pittsburgh's defense for stealing that game and doing everything they did with all the turnovers for touchdowns. But uh, the running back will always produce. Are you comfortable starting forward? Uh, in- they're playing the Titans. No, I'm not. But next week, I would. Hmm. I think I'm comfortable starting him, even so. As a flex, I mean, maybe. I can, I'm yeah, not well, sure. He's in the RB2 range yet. If you had Nick Chubb, then you might have to start him if you, and you got him. And it's just, I had Nick Chubb in three leagues. This Oof. sucks. This that sucks. It's just kind of how we fell, you know, in the drafts and all that sort of stuff, the order. But yeah, this is, this is, this is brutal. This is the, like the Pavarotti. Oh, like just brutal, rough, awful. One of the most devastating things we've seen in the history of. Would you play ever. cream hunt? No, you said third down back. I don't like. I, I'm like, picking him. Oh. I'm picking him up. 
but coming off the street, I want to see. Uh, yeah. What kind of shit okay. he's in? And like, yeah, I mean, gonna, we all agree. We all agree. I just, yeah, yeah I'm gonna Gotta trust my guys that. that I drafted first, and then see what Hunt, Hunt can do. Cowboys wide receiver Brandon Cooks is expected to play this week, according to Jerry Jones. I don't think any of us are playing him anyway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. 49ers wide receiver Brandon Ayuk was limited on Wednesday. He's expected to be a game time decision. He plays tonight. If you're listening to this whenever he drops Thursday, hopefully you are because, well, uh, he's a game time decision. If he plays, play him. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Saints running back Jamal Williams suffered a hamstring injury, which is expected to take him a little bit of time to to get back from, to recover from. Hmm. Ooh, I mean, hey, does that well, does that his open fancy the door? relevance kind of ends? Hey, but does that open the door for Tony Jones Jr. over here? I think Kendra Miller. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Saints rookie running back Kendra Miller. He's expected to be a full participant. Was a full participant on Wednesday, continuing in the right direction. I think it'll be committee. Uh, see what the rookie got, and um, then Tony also Jones a ton of working. Yeah, I pick. I'll pick up Taysom Hill at this point. He's probably going to get a rushing touchdown. Jaguars wide receiver Zay Jones missed Wednesday's practice with a knee injury. Mm, there are other guys back. Yeah, Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson, he remains in concussion protocol. So if you're planning on playing him, it's explosive for fantasy, but uh, find someone else for this week. Mm-hmm. Lions wide receiver Amon Ross St. Brown did not practice on Wednesday. He is day-to-day. This is a, this is a bigger one. This is a mm-hmm. big fantasy name. Uh, so just keep an eye on that. FF Daydreamers, like I said, we'll keep you up to date on, on any news. Chiefs injuries. Wide receiver Richie James has an MCL injury. He could miss time. Kadarius Tony has a sprained toe. Isaiah Pacheco is dealing with a hamstring injury. Both of those guys are day-to-day, according to Andy Reid. Hmm. I think Pacheco's the only guy that you're even considering there. And even then, I'm trying to stay away from Pacheco. How are you guys? Yeah. This, this offense, again, we saw it in week one. Didn't look super great without Kelsey. You know, Patrick Mahomes could only carry it on his back so far. Um, and so they have Kelsey. And so just true. Other guys are pawns in this game. I do think with Kelsey being back, it did make everyone go in the roles. Sky Moore, three receptions, got a touchdown. Tony had a lot of receptions. I ranked Sky Moore more again this week. I did it. Mm-hmm. I've ranked Sky Moore this week. Yeah. I, think I felt I did terrible doing it, but like, <laughs> ugh. I didn't. He uh, in my rankings. I, I'm. You're right. I do stay away from Pashenko, even though I like yeah. him as a runner. He's a good real life back. Probably not the best fantasy back. Uh, Lions signed running back Zonovan Knight. Uh, we know David Montgomery dealing with the thigh injury, so uh, they're signing him to to back up uh, Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. Panthers also, quarter, oh yeah. I was go just gonna it. say also devastating because I had both Mick Chubb and David oh. Montgomery in a league, and it's just like ah. Oh, season started yeah. so good, started so hot. And, yep. And then well, I'm David Montgomery. Like, I'm sorry. Thigh. Thigh. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna miss some time. Uh, Panthers quarterback Bryce Young missed Wednesday's practice with an ankle injury. Not fantasy relevant. He still needs time before. Uh, mm-hmm. We start talking angry. about him, really. Packers wide receiver Christian Watson. He did practice on Wednesday, but in a limited fashion, while running back Aaron Jones did not practice at all on Wednesday. Big for this Packers offense. Yeah. Like, I'm hoping almost- the Packers are playing it safe. Like, 
Because they said that he would play, like, Chris Watson could play last week. And he's only limited. Ah, oh, man, it feels like you can't you wait another week. week, right? I know. We have to wait another week. Yeah. Okay. We're, we agree there. Uh, Ravens running back Justice Hill did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, then they went and signed Kenyon Drake. Uh, so, guy who they, I mean, Kenyon Drake's been on the roster before. Yeah. Played there last year. Gus Edwards still the guy I want though. Yeah, do you feel comfortable playing Gus Edwards or now? First the Colts. The Colts even's been a little stingy. But uh yeah, I think I would. Yeah, I think so too. It's, he's gonna for sure sneak into the top twenty four for me, especially with the Hill injury. Uh Dolphins wide receiver Jalen Waddle remains in concussion protocol, did not practice on Wednesday. Concussions are a crazy thing and like ryan said in week one if someone has a concussion just expect them to not play the next week so mm-hmm. find that replacement for Jalen waddle uh giants running back saquon barkley he's not going to play tonight again the thursday night game a short week uh, but they waited a while to rule him out so maybe mm-hmm. that's good news but uh, he, he's not going to play tonight chargers running back austin eckler did not practice on wednesday either oh man another guy that we're He's if tough he's running back. Backs. You play him, but oh my goodness, until he's back, it's tough. Yeah, it's these top running backs. It's been devastating these first two weeks. Like you've, you know, these guys you drafted pretty high, and it's just. Well, but that's what that's what fantasy is about. You know, yeah, got to hit the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, put anyone you're playing in this Thursday night game tonight into your starting lineup. Get them out of your flex. Um, so that way you have more mobility later on in the week if something does pop up. That'll do it for the news. Let's move on to some start sit questions. Gentlemen, start, start, All right, I'm going to give you a player and you tell me which one you would start and which one you sit. Pretty basic premise. Uh, Zach Moss, running back for the Colts at Baltimore or Jordan Addison, wide receiver for the Vikings versus the Los Angeles Chargers. My, so my argument for Zach Moss, like is going to make it sound. And like also for Jordan Addison is going to make it sound like I'm going with Jordan Addison, but it's more like a gut feeling and I'm, which is why I'm picking Zach Moss. So just to Zach Moss had over 20 touches and over a hundred total yards in week two, plus a touchdown after not playing in week one. Um, he is the clear leader in this backfield uh, for the time being. Um, at least for the next few weeks, but he goes against Baltimore, which is a fairly good run defense. Um, I still think though, he has a chance to get in the end zone, which is the big, like gut caveat feeling part of this. Um, and with Richardson likely being out, um, cause of the whole concussion stuff, it does, I think affect how that offense works though. Cause I think they're better with him than without him. Um, on the other hand, Jordan Addison, still looked pretty good so far. He's averaged around 66 yards per game and three and a half receptions. Um, but he's been helped by back-to-back weeks with touchdowns. Um, the Charver chargers defense is not very good and Minnesota's offense can cook. However, I think those touchdowns, you know, really padded his numbers. And I feel like this week they're going to go elsewhere rather than Addison. And so there's no three Michelin star meal for, for that man this week. There's a San Diego reference for you guys there. Um, go. So I, that's why I go with Moss with the touchdown upside. Again, it's a gut feeling. Um, the numbers really don't support it, but 
I just, I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. I'm gonna go to Addison. Fair. fair. The game's too high scoring. The offenses will both cook. The defenses are not good. You have to take the game there where you can have a both teams score over 30 points, which they probably will. I agree with Ryan. I'm going to Addison here. Zach Moss is probably the safer floor. If you just need someone to come in and score some points for you, you need those guaranteed points. Uh, like he only said, Zach Moss is the guy in this backfield. Uh, and uh, so, so there's definitely upside for him. But against Baltimore, I, it's just it's a little risky. Jordan Addison playing against the Chargers, that's going to be a shootout. Lots of uh, touchdowns going around. Uh, he's proven that he can score touchdowns before. We've seen it uh, each week now. Um, and he's gone over 60 yards in the first two games. Like three, Four receptions and then three receptions. He's not getting a lot of catches but he's getting those yards getting those post routes and scoring touchdowns um that's just the upside play i'm gonna go with the upside play in jordan addison all right next josh reynolds wide receiver for the detroit lions versus atlanta or deandre swift running back for the eagles at tampa bay so josh reynolds also has looked very good and he gets a decent amount of targets he's had two touchdowns in week two versus seattle and despite being 2-0, and I think Atlanta is not really as good as their record shows. Um, and Josh Reynolds has proven that he's a viable option for Jared Goff. Again, Amon Ross St. Brown, who knows? Like he's potential, might or might not play. So that could be really good for him. Um, yeah, uh, he saw. And then <clears throat> DeAndre Swift. He uh, faces a tough defense in Tampa Bay. They're like the second best rushing defense. They've, I think, only allowing just over 50 rushing yards per game on average so far. I mean, it's only two games in the season, but still, they're pretty stingy. Um, Gainwell could be back this week, and so that would affect his his carries. That's going to be my question for Ryan. Hey, Eagles insider, how what's up with Kenneth Gainwell? Uh, he's questionable. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Okay. It was a tricky. We all know enough. So I don't like if Gainwell's back, he's not going to get the over 30 carries he had, um, you know, against Minnesota. So that affects his numbers. And we saw in week one, like he had like one carry, right? So not that he'll have that, but I think Josh Reynolds has a much better chance than Swift, especially if, if Gainwell is going to take away carries from him. I don't know. It's hard. I'm going with Josh Reynolds also. Um, Man, DeAndre Swift had such a good week, too. It's what we've always wanted from him. But how often do we see it from DeAndre Swift? He was the only back in that backfield pretty much in week two. And, uh, man, if Kenneth Gainwell's out, that means a whole lot going for DeAndre Swift. It's a lot more positive. Also, on the, on the other hand, if I'm on Ross St. Brown is out, that's huge for Josh Reynolds. Um, and... Uh, I just think Reynolds is is the higher upside. Uh, that Tampa Bay defensive line is still is still pretty good. Mm, okay, I can go Reynolds. That's fine. I right. agree with you guys on that one. I don't really have an argument either way. Yeah, it's, that, that one's a really tough one. Uh, that's why I just lean upside. Mm-hmm. Just give me the guy that. If I if I had to, if I had like Swift, I had to like choose the argument. I just think there's always possibility he can score. Yeah. Sure. Good offense. Uh, but yeah, uh, stay tuned. Yeah, because for the, you know, the updates later in the week. Yep. 
So see uh, if either of them play. Yeah. All right. Our last start sit question here. Brees Hall versus the New England Patriots running back for the Jets or Tyler Lockett wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks versus the Carolina Panthers. Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett. Like Brees. Easy. Slam dunk. Carolina's defense is, is poor. Um, One thing I think we all kind of like we realize when you talk about it's like us all running backs versus wide receivers and we all kind of lean wide receivers it's better to your flex players are wide receivers. So it's just higher mm-hmm. upside there. The league is more passing. We're going to lean that way. Unless it's, you know, an outrageous amount of, you know, the rainmaker is so much better at that point. Okay. But yeah. it's going to be wide receiver heavy. That's the way the game's going. Yeah. Yeah. Also this giants or this jets offense is not good without Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I mean, and he was upset. I mean, I, I he could be a guy who gets fed because he complained on Twitter that he only got four touches, but I just don't think that they're going to, this team could score more than 20 points a game. And they, yeah, they brought in Michael Carter. Like, I, uh, I don't like, yeah. So that's, that's very telling. All right. That'll do it for our start sit questions. If you guys have any start sit questions, go ahead and DM us at FF Daydreamers on all social media. Um, hit up our Twitch where we live stream. So go ahead and drop them in the chat there or however else you can get a hold of us. I have a quarterback one for you. All right. Would you play Kirk Cousins versus Chargers or Justin Fields versus anybody? Because <laughs> Justin Fields this year. <laughs> I think I might go Kirk Cousins there, to be honest. Justin Fields. Uh. Yeah, I Justin Fields, even though he's he talked a lot this week. Um, so who who knows if that changes things? But Kirk, I think, has proven like he's he's good. He's he's a very good quarterback and he's fantasy relevant for sure. And Fields is not run, rushing as much this year. Um, and that's where all of his fantasy relevance really came from, not his passing. And so without it. Huh? Yeah, I, th- I think I made the I made the switch this week from Fields to to Kirk in in one of my leagues where I had both of them. All right, that'll do it for the start sit questions. Let's move on to some scuffles. Our rankings are out. Daydreamermedia.com. You call them scuffles? Yeah, we about to get in some scuffles. <laughs> oh, oh, Saturday goodness. scuffles. <laughs> Saturday scuffles. Okay. So we're going to be uh, fighting about whose rankings are better. First up, Raheem Mostert running back for the Dolphins. Ryan got him at 22. Keone got him at five. Round one. Fight. That's way too high. It, it, it's way too high, Keone. It's where did he finish last I, week? That's great. That's great. He could finish there maybe once every season. But realistically, he's an RB2. This team wants to pass the ball. They were struggling to pass the ball last week versus the Patriots, and they're not going to struggle more than once. I mean, this is one of the best offenses football. I, I'm sorry. Mostert is probably a guy who gets 70 yards and a touchdown, which is... Good. Great job. He's not a great pass catcher, but he probably gets one or two receptions. You know, it, his his ceiling is just capped. And I just think that you, you, you live a little too much on the week-to-week basis. So you got to look at the long-term distance. And I don't think that he's great enough to have back-to-back weeks in the top 10 and certainly not the top five. Hmm. Well, I agree with 
the words that are coming out of your mouth to a certain extent, but not in the context that you have them in. I feel like I agree. I have him at his ceiling and you have him sort of at his his floor. But with the help (laughs) of the Samoan slingshot at the helm, he's shooting most dirt right to the underside of the roof, a.k.a. the proverbial ceiling. He currently sits as the RB6 on the season with a majorly impressive performance against Bill Belichick's defense last week. In that game, he went off for 121 yards and two touchdowns. Denver, who they're facing this week, feels kind of like a similar defense to the to the Patriots. And because of that, I think Mostert can have a big game against them as well. I mean, last week, Denver allowed 35 points to the Washington Washingtons, which saw Brian Robinson finish as the RB1 on the week. The Miami offense is explosive, and I can see them getting ahead early, meaning lots of ru- lots of runs for Raheem the Dream Mostert. He had 18 carries last week, and I believe he'll be in that ballpark again with this week, if not more. He's a great player on a great offense, facing a team who has a little bit of makeup on, but underneath all the mascara and blush and lipstick, it's still just a broken husk of a team that is the Russell Wilson-led Broncos. Mike I get Daniels. that. I, I mean, I get what you're saying, right, about the Raheem Oster. He had 18 carries. He did have a lot of yards. Four or three of them came on one broken play at the end of the game. I mean, it wasn't and like this guy was killing every play. The Denver Denver is a broken team. so Or a team fighting for their lives. Yeah. Down 0-2, got robbed by the refs last week. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> but that's the NFL. That's the NFL, baby. The Dolphins are a pass first team. They're never going to be a team that wants to run the ball. They just couldn't get the ball to Tyreek enough. Hey, you know, I, I see Mike McDaniels is a bit of a trickster. He's a bit of a playful guy. I can see him, you know, do doubling up back, back to back weeks with the most dirt push. You know, he said, we're all in, we're all in baby on the most dirt. And he'll just wink at the camera. You know, talking to the, the press afterwards. Be like, I told you so. I listened to the fantasy daydreamers. Like, Keone was right the whole time. <laughs> I think Keone, I think him and you would be friends. But <laughs> again, I think you saw what happened last week and I saw what happened the first week. And the first week was 10 carries, 37 yards, and one touchdown versus a game that was 36 34 versus Chargers. It's all relative. Yeah. Um, I like I like both sides. I fall right in the middle. I think I lean a little bit to, more towards Ryan. I just don't count on Raheem Mostert being a top five back um, every week, and so I lean, I would rather have him as my RB two. Producer Ian, who wins the fight? For a first time ever, I believe when I'm deciding these fights, <laughs> I got to give it to Keone. Yeah, I think Raheem Mostert only got 10 carries in the very first game because Tua threw the ball 45 times. Um, right, we don't need your arguments so, on here. Yeah, <laughs> That's just it. No, please I, go on. Raheem Mostert seems to be the guy who's getting all the work. I mean, he had 18 carries last week versus 3-1-3 three, three for the other three running backs. Um, so I, I don't see it stopping. If Ryan would have put like Raheem Mostert at 15... Ryan would have won this, but I think hey, 22 is just a little too high. Yeah, no, like I, I think I five is a little high. I think 22 is a little too low. I'm probably going more towards 10. I do agree with Ryan that I don't think this is a week in week out type thing, but I, the Broncos are, you know, susceptible to it. They 
What was their game last week? Who did they play? Washington, Washington. and they allowed 35 points? Mm-hmm. You can't they see my face. I realize I haven't changed it, but I, I have like... I mean, Washington's 2-0. They allowed yeah. an 18-point comeback to like... They were up 21-3 to at one point, and then Washington came back and ended up with 35 points. Yeah, so I I can just I can I can see Raheem Mostert finishing closer to five than I can see him finishing closer to twenty two. All right, Johnny wins. And last week I was very close to both my guys being number one, and it really hurt my feelings that they did it. <laughs> I was like inches away that they both finished so close. Hey, it's all right. Uh, yeah. Jalen Hurts was in a game with the number one quarterback, so mm-hmm. there you go. All right, our next fight. You have, did you have Kirk Cousins as your number one quarterback last week? What I mean, he was around there. Oh, yeah, bullshit. So then why are you bringing it up? Exactly. <laughs> he had Jordan Love, though. Yeah. Hey, he was, that guy, buddy. Pretty good, actually. Yeah, Aaron Jones, right? He still had three touchdowns. He just didn't yeah. have the yards, you know? Yeah. So I don't think he's ever going to have the yards. Yeah. Sorry. Go, go, kid. Go, go. We just ruined this All whole right. thing. Our next, our next fight. <laughs> this YouTube clip's going to be hard, boy. <laughs> Maybe it didn't work. <laughs> All right, let's get on to our next fight. Devonta Smith, Eagles wide receiver. I have him at 11. Keone has him at 22. Round two, fight. Look, I'm starting both Eagles wide receivers. They're top 12 guys for me, both of them. And Devonta Smith, I mean, A.J. Brown's really good. I think he's clearly the alpha there. But Devonta Smith is not far behind. 10 targets in week one, five targets in, in week two, but he had 131 targets in week two. He scored a touchdown in both games. Yes, this is a pretty difficult defense in Tampa Bay that they're going against, like we talked about with DeAndre Swift, but it's a much better defensive line than secondary. And with two wide receivers and Dallas Goddard, I think they're going to have a little bit of trouble slowing down this Eagles passing game. And it's just going to open up the field for all three of them, really. Uh, Devontae Smith is super athletic, skinny guy, can win routes, goes up and gets the ball, can score touchdowns. Like I said, I mean, how are you how are you not going to play? him? I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I would like for that to be the case, um, you know, but this team to start the season has looked a little bit rusty compared to, to last year. And although Smith, you know, has been the go to guy for these first two weeks with 11 receptions, 15 targets. And 178 total yards with 131 of those yards, not targets in this past game Um, and a touchdown in each week. Um, He's been, yeah, he's been the better, you know, of the, the Batman and Robin duo so far, almost looking like Nightwing out there, you know, an upgraded version. We have, we have two Batmans. We don't, we don't fuck around with Robin shit. I'm just letting you guys know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. Just hence the Nightwing part. Anyways, however, I think it's time for the Dark Knight to make his presence known again. And we all saw it. A.J. Brown let Jalen Hurts know he was hurting for more targets on the sideline. And I think Hurts will oblige this week, uh, making it an A.J. Brown week versus a a, a Devonta Smith week. Um, so I think he'll take a little bit of a backseat to the uh, the Cape Crusader. But and I, I can see him finishing high, but I think it's an A.J. Brown week. So... While they they have the possibility of having a week where both do great, I think just kind of to appease AJ Brown a little bit for his you know not having that many targets, I think it's going to be an AJ Brown week. Meaning Devonte Smith is going to you know slide a little bit back, but yeah, still they're both very viable. I just think AJ Brown is going to have like 
bigger, bigger week for sure. I agree with Keani that AJ Brown's going to get fed, but your argument is great, JJ. And I think that Devonta Smith is a great receiver. Yeah, I I have it as an AJ Brown week. Also, I have AJ Brown higher in my rankings than <laughs> Devonta Smith. But I like how how Devonta Smith has played. I can't I can't put people other people above him. Yeah, true, he's a top that's fifteen fair. receiver. Yeah, exactly. Like I, uh, weekly, he's if if I'm going to lose my fantasy matchup with Devonta Smith because Devonta Smith doesn't perform, I have to be somewhat okay with that because well, he's the better actual NFL player than a lot of these guys. And he, well, he's on a really good offense. Hmm. Producer Ian, um, AJ Brown and Devonta Smith have the same amount of receptions this year. Um, Devonta Smith is getting both touchdowns. Devonta Smith got 131 yards last time. And A.J. Brown has one more target. I think A.J. Brown was mad that he wasn't getting targets because DeAndre Swift had 28 carries and Jalen Hurts had 12 carries. And then Boston Scott and Rashard Penny combined for another eight. So we're sitting at, what is that, 28, 12, 40, almost 50 carries. Three. I think they also wanted, I think A.J. Brown wanted to shot down the field. I, I because right I get after it. that he got two, he uh, got well three of the next four targets and, he, and two yeah. of them were shots downfield. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong, but their run game was dominating him. They had over, they had like two hundred fifty yards. Pat, they're rushing. They had almost fifty carries for the game. So I don't think that the AJ Brown week quote unquote is necessarily coming. I think they're both pretty even. I. Th- I I think Devonta Smith at eleven is perfectly reasonable, so I got to give it to JJ there. I think JJ. I think Devonta Smith also has a little bit easier of a time um, hitting with coverage, like the seam. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get the, you get the worst coverage. You're a really good wide receiver, and they're not going to be able to run it that much against Tampa Bay. It just won't. Uh, no, fifty carries is absolutely yeah. ludicrous. All right, last fight here: Taysom Hill, tight end, technically for the New Orleans Saints. I have him at nine. Ryan has him at 18. Final round. Fight. And I'll just take the L here, right here, because this is just, I'm sorry. Jamal Williams being out changes this whole thing here. Uh, that makes so, sense. again, nine carries for 75 yards last week. I respect everything you're going to say, and uh, you can take the floor here, buddy. You I know mean, what? My argument here, he's questionable. Now I, I can't can I can't rank a guy questionable that high if he's Fair. not going to catch any passes. He has three targets all year long. As uh, a tight end, rushing touchdown. Yeah, yeah, and you do. You, I, th- I do think you need a rushing touchdown. But this tight end position is so destitute that, uh, well, where else are are you planning on getting a touchdown from? Um, that's that's really all this play is. It's upside. They're going to play Taysom Hill. Uh, no matter what, with Jamal Williams out and Alvin Kamara still not back from his suspension, it, Taysom Hill is going to get play. And so why not put him in there, give you a shot? He might throw the ball a couple times. He might rush the ball. He's going to rush the ball a couple times, and he might catch a couple passes, though. Like Ryan said, he's probably not going to catch any passes <laughs> if get uh, very many targets. But that... That ability to get near the goal line and run some people over or even do a little pass real quick, act as a quarterback like he does, uh, getting that direct snap. Uh, I think you just have to take the shot on on Taysom Hill at your tight end position if you don't have one of those top guys that it locks into your to your spot. 
I completely agree. He's a top 10 play for me. Uh, I'm going to move him up. Don't worry, guys. He's going to be fighting for Jake Ferguson around there. Yeah, uh, that's, that's right around where I have him, too. So, um, yeah, I respect that. Do, do you still oh. want me to say a winner? <laughs> My only comment is tight ends a crapshoot. So, yeah. even if Ryan had an argument for 18, it was I was going to flip a coin to say who won. <laughs> well, that's just the thing is tight end is such a crapshoot that hey, just take the, put the guy in your in your line up that's going to be touching the ball at least yeah low-key you know yeah. going to be touching the ball so low-key what tight end is going to what tight end is going to get nine carries yeah who knows i'll take that and the, and the thing is again this is before jamal williams you know yeah. uh for all for i even f- f- thought about him to be honest fair, fair. all right that'll do it for our scuffles let's get into some acid reflux What right. the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's acid reflux, bro. God. Who is a player you're starting this week, but you're not comfortable with it? You're gonna mm-hmm. need some tones after after you play him. Uh Alexander Madison. And oh. it's because he's had two mid to below average weeks in a row. And if it's three in a row, we are gonna be struggling because this is Chargers defense, and this is a week where he should uh, and again, it's going to be high scoring should be fancy relevant. Now I will say the Vikings having so many turnovers hurts because now they are just losing possessions and, and you know, it hurts offensive production. But if this, if they can play a clean game, he should touch the ball a lot. That's probably the last week where he can have the real backfield by himself because they can't make his trade. Can he make it count? Can he score a touchdown? Can he be productive in real life fantasy? And I am nervous. And uh, yeah, pass me in Tums. Yeah, uh, producer Ian, I think is feeling that one uh, with you. I got uh, George Pickens. Uh, George Pickens, super athletic guy. We saw his touchdown catch in week two. Went for 127 yards, had 10 t- targets, but he only caught four of them. Uh, he's going against the Raiders. This is almost guaranteed a Pickens week, right? Except for, well, what if it's Pat Fryermuth? What if they are able to get near the end zone and can it just be anybody? Yeah, can they just can they just have good off? What happened in the preseason? A, can they even get near the end zone because George Pickens <laughs> scored from it. so far out? Bring I, it back! Bring it back to the preseason. I, <laughs> I just don't I can we, like, let's talk about this. So that way we remember it for next year. Whenever there's a great offense in preseason, I don't, doesn't mean as much. Like hmm. uh, I always take the preseason. They've had horrible matchups. I'll, I'll, I'll admit that both defenses they played have been really good, but yeah, man, this is sad. They have struggled though. I just don't feel good about it. But with Deontay Johnson on IR now, um, you kind of got to play Pickens and, until he proves you otherwise. Why did you guys At least have you know to pick? he can take one seventy seventy from the house? Yeah. You know what I mean, he is he is still super athletic. I still like him as a player. This offense is a crapshoot. Why did you, you go, guys JJ? have to pick both of my flex plays this week? Oh, <laughs> like the sure. two the two people I have to put in flex right now. All right, here you go, Ian. I'll pass the time to you too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I have the player that Alexander Madison replaced in Dalvin Cook. You know, let's let's do a thought experiment and and let's think of the jets heading into the 2023 season as a fancy car. You know, they had, they had all the nice parts, the bells and whistles, but they really needed to fix their engine. And with their, with Aaron Rodgers, 
They got a nice shiny V8 that had them going to zero to the Super Bowl in six seconds flat. However, that engine gave out pretty much right away. It was a lemon of an engine. It was James's car when the engine (laughs) fell out. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And they were forced to put back in Zach Wilson, the equivalent to a Flintstones engine. You know, just people kicking the ground to get momentum. It's not great. And it makes the whole car basically worse off for it. So guys like Garrett Wilson, who are the nice, you know, full tires still have their tread, but add on accessories like Dalvin Cook seem to have suffered drastically. They, they faced an imposing deep Dallas defense last week, but this offense is not great, you know, just in general without Aaron Rodgers or, you know, we actually, we never knew, you know, but with Zach Wilson, it's not, it's not great. Um, he didn't really have a chance to, you know, learn and from Aaron Rodgers and all that sort of stuff. Um, but they didn't even really use cook or, you know, Brees Hall for that matter. Um, on top of his five touches for 12 yards, cook fumbled the ball. He finished as the RB 77 with 0.2 points and his snap count dropped from about 50% to 36%. And Brees Hall had an even lower snap count. Um, I, it's going to be tough to play him moving forward, but with, if you're having an injury like Chubb, you might have to play him. So hopefully the Patriots defense is a better matchup in theory. But yeah, I'm, I do not want to play Dalvin Cook at this point. Well, I feel you. Yeah. I literally have Chubb in the league and I think I'm going to have to play Dalvin Cook instead of, <laughs> I literally have that, that lined up right now. Uh, yeah. It yeah. does not feel good. No. All right. That'll do it. For our Acid Reflux players, and that'll do it for our podcast. Again, our rankings are out, fantasydaydreamers.com, daydreamermedia.com. Either one will work. Um, social media, at FFDaydreamers. On all social media, go ahead and follow us there because we're keeping you up to date with everything fantasy-related and giving you extra content on there, too, that you're not going to hear on this podcast. And then Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. Come hang out with us Sunday nights and Wednesday nights. Get a little sneak peek of the recording of this podcast and see where we mess up and how bad I do. Um, uh, after Ian scolded me before the podcast, before the recording, hey, wait for it. I don't. Um, so go ahead and follow us, twitch.com slash daydreammedia. Come hang out with us. Tell your friends and stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.